On credits, who on credits? I mean, uh, comments. Me and Fresh both on comments. You still ain't fix your stuff? I I have the computer. gentlemen welcome to the mentor podcast right here on facebook each and every tuesday <laughs> at uh, 6 30 ish today it ain't like that uh as you can see um you know we're a little late and uh sometimes it's got to be like that we appreciate you guys and all your patience uh rocking with us uh my main man scott had to um <laughs> had to find some glasses and uh had to find a matching hat so it took us a little while to get here oh lies the lies yeah. we tell the lies we tell and of course my main man say something dre fellas so good to see y'all it's been a week how has the week been to you the week has been our um week's been cool uh just got back um, just starting to feel like myself. I'm trying to get through this sickness thing, and I'm on the back end of this, so I'm trying to keep myself amped up so I can ride this thing. But uh, yeah, please. I, I mean, I don't know, man. I had the the nose, the nostrils was wasn't doing too well. The headache was going on. The smell wasn't, the taste wasn't all the way there. My appetite was oh, a little shit. off. So I think oh. I lost about seven pounds or something like that. Yeah. Uh, while we was in Vegas, though. Uh, Fresh was in Vegas this weekend. What uh, uh, with Dre, the wifeys, and our, our our family, other family members from Philly. Ah, uh, shout outs to Val and Dom with the birthday. So we was in we was in uh Vegas this weekend. Um, and I think every black person in America was in Vegas with us. Oh uh, hell yeah! Hey, it was like I, freak Nick. I wonder if it was because for some places there was forty seven dollar <laughs> round trip tickets. I don't know. 
but there was a lot of uh, a lot of brethren and sistering in Vegas uh, this weekend uh, with us. Um, I was sick in Vegas, though I didn't feel too good, so I was uh, bumming it. But uh, we was in Vegas, though. Fresh uh, Dre, how was your weekend in Vegas? Was it good? I mean, I wasn't bumming it. I was living it up as best we could. Uh, lime green was the color for you know all the BBWs and. It was live and direct. I mean, it was like, what do you call it? It was like, uh, what's that concert that Snoop up in smoke? Or everywhere in Vegas on the strip. They stopped selling alcohol at like 10 or 11. So it was up in smoke yeah. the whole strip with a bunch of lime green BBWs running around. There was a lot of asses <laughs> out. There was a lot of asses. <laughs> yeah. There was a lot. There was a lot. There was a lot of, there was a lot of backs and fronts. <laughs> There was just as many fronts out as they backs was out, and they was matching. The backs and the fronts was matching. Oh man! It was, uh, what about you, Fresh? What about you, Fresh? Uh, uh, whatever I did, it don't really matter now, do it? Uh, y'all see backs and fronts and all kinds of things. Uh, I didn't go to Vegas, uh, so I have. I didn't even. I didn't. What do you do in Vegas? Like watch the tumbleweed roll? Ain't nothing open. Yeah. Well, see, see, yeah. you, you I mean, a DJ, so for you, I I know it got to mean something totally different for you because Vegas for for old folks like myself is uh, going to get some ice cream, uh, walking in the lobby, uh, watching the 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 asses and the fronts go by. Uh, hey, that's me it. Me, me and the gunner had a few drinks, man. After we split from everybody else, man, and went and, and just people watch, man. It was. It was a shit show, but it was just comical too, man. And we just like I said, we sat there and just people watched on the strip. But you know what? I I give it, I give it to our culture, man. We can dress. I mean, you mean we can put clothes on? You we can put clothes on. I mean, well, okay. I'm talking about the shoe game. Oh, okay. Everybody's shoe game out there was on point. I don't know what they had, what kind of clothes they had on, or what kind of outfit they put together. Hey, but they shoes were on point. I mean, everybody had on Air Maxes, Jays, uh, Air Forces. The girls had on the little damn feather uh, slides or whatever. I mean, so every, it, people was on point from the ankle down because the ankle yeah, up. Hey, right, yeah. Girls walking around looking like a Louis Vuitton bag. I mean, it was hilarious. But I had a great time, man. The alcohol good, but, and, 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 and people watching. Oh my goodness! But lace ain't for everybody. Yeah, like, buddy. Like I get being confident, and I understand. You know, if you what people say, if you like it, I love it, or something like that. But no, that can't be how we. <laughs> I can't. No, there can't be just this girl. She no, like no. You got your front. And your back can't match, and then they move together in in sequence. And I <laughs> and I don't know if you're coming or going. And I, you know, and I'm not. It's okay. I'm not clowning or nothing like that. But what I'm saying is, though, is like everything ain't for everybody in regards to what you wear. I myself got a little bit too much going on, so I would be at the pool with the turtleneck on and my floaties on. Uh, because uh, I, I I'm not okay with my frontages list right now, you know what I mean. So I wouldn't want to put that on nobody. I don't want to put that on nobody. So you say, don't put it on you. So don't put it on me, fellas. Did y'all see that video where that chick was getting bombed on at the airport? No. 
Y'all didn't see that? Yeah, that was uh, our producer, uh, Kayla, and her family. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it looked like Kayla too, man. God, it did. God, the one girl hey, with the thing around hey, her neck. Yeah, yeah. The hot dog with the thing, that yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes, it hey, did. Hey, we got it. If you hey. don't know what Dre is talking about, uh, just to give you a quick synopsis, um, in an airport, I believe it might have been Pennsylvania. It was... Uh, um, a large crowd of uh, sisters walking peacefully, trying to go somewhere. And um, the gentleman had said something about uh, one of the young ladies' hair and called it a B word. And um, when she stepped up to him, his his woman uh, popped her in the mouth and they didn't understand that if you hit one black person, all of them are going to hit you. So they commenced hey. this, little, uh, <laughs> this little Karen up or about hey, seven minutes. And him. Oh yeah, and him. Yeah. We, me and the gunner got in the elevator, right? We're supposed to be practicing social distancing. And there's like four boxes in the elevator, right? So, you know, I love all my sisters, but there was like no more boxes for nobody to get in. <laughs> so we, you can't get in, right? Look at the box, you can't get in. So it was one chick and we thought one chick was gonna get in, right? And then she had five other homegirls just, Oh, we can't wait. We got to go down. So they just bum rushed the elevator, right? And the first thing I thought about was that video. You know, the gunner can't hold her tongue, so she just, oh my god, you guys couldn't. I'm like, oh shit, it's about to go down. In the damn elevator. The gunner? <laughs> but they, hey, the game, man. She started to go off, and I'm just like, hey, hey, you know. And I was like, whatever, do your thing, you know. <laughs> it's Vegas. It's Vegas. Fuck it. Oh, the gunner was in Vegas talking to strangers like the gunner. Yeah, man. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Hey, oh, man. Fresh, don't get it. Fresh. No class, brother. Don't get it twisted. The gunner is the gunner all day long. Twenty-four-seven, man. She stays loaded. They came in. One of the girl, one of the girls, little wee touched her. She was like, "Get it off me!" I was like, "Come on, man. We just carry over. Let's get down to the. Let's get down." But they kind of looked at her, and the gunner looked back at her, like, "You know, what's up with her?" But like I said, nothing happened. It was peaceful. It was peaceful, and we got off the elevator. It was. Why do you think that it ended peaceful? Probably because a big nigga like myself was in the you know, <laughs> elevator. You know, moving chicks out the way. I ain't gonna hit nobody, but I'm moving chicks out the way. Ugh. Ugh. So, so th- th- this is my thing when I'm watching the Philly video, right? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking, and of course, what we see in the video, the gentlemen started talking first. Now, when they were walking away from the sisters. Um, notice that the white girl begins to like continue to talk crazy. Right? Oh yeah, go yeah. But one thing that I noticed that was very very telling to me was when she was talking like that. Um, her man was walking away gingerly, just watching her talk crap to fifteen other women. Because he was like, "Hey, it's over and done with. Let's go." Okay. All he right. knew. He knew what was coming if she didn't, if she didn't stop. Uh, Fresh, did you get a facial? Because your skin is looking really good right now, and you just looking real sexy to me. Like, like your whole demeanor's your whole demeanor right now is is absolutely sexy. And I'm just like, I almost got caught in it for a second. I had to realize what it was. I'm like, look at this, look at his skin. His skin is just so, and you just your voice is. What's going on in Fresh World? I got to, I got to know what happened because you over here on some Denzelish skin glistening tone that's going on. 
You know what I mean? It's like, I, 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 you know, I don't know right now. It cannot be more than one. <laughs> <laughs> you you remember when we were shooting basketball and y'all looked y'all looked around like it allowed me to be more than one thing. Hey, I'm with you. Okay. <laughs> I, I I I got some things. Okay, okay. okay. Uh, All right. You in the water now? Yeah, you in the water? Is that what we're talking about? You swimming? I know. I'm not <laughs> in a drought, but like I said, in a drought, it allows you to formulate, to optimize. It allows you to become more of the best version of yourself. Okay. All right, maybe what you're seeing. <laughs> of such. All right, but well, refresh real quick though. Do the Denzel lean to the other side because on on the screen your face is in the with your with your with your with your icon. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Um, so. When I noticed him walking away like that, to me, what what I felt like should have been done, and I feel like in, in a lot of the situations that we talk about, we'll start to do this more often, where we just talk about what would you have done as a man in this situation? So to me, it seems like when she was walking away talking crazy to 15 other women, he had the opportunity to say, bring your, your ass. Yeah. didn't. But he started. He started it though. The ass work. But uh, question though, did we not notice that any Karen that's with a dude, all the men have the same demeanor, and the and the Karens have the same demeanor? It's like those two. That couple goes together. The passive man and the drunk lady, or the overly whatever you want to call that. Like you don't ever see the dude who's like, like puts her in check. You always see the dude that's like, uh oh. How 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 am I going to drag her out of this when she gets to getting stomped? It's always that dynamic to me in those situations. But you said yeah, Philly, right? You said Philly Fresh. Yeah, I concur. I did not know how Philly got down until this weekend and this last week. I've been hanging out with nothing but Philly people, and I get it now. I, I'm scared of Philly. Um, I'm I, them Philly women Is love y'all. I love y'all from a distance because you gotta love them from a distance. I thought Gunner and the South Side is uh, that's that's another type too. You know what I mean? But that Philly though, that Philly, them Philly, whatever them Philly dogs do, whatever them thing with them cheese steaks, y'all beating all the time. I guess much got y'all hurting because y'all you know might be constipated all the time because y'all come with the y'all come ready. Y'all come ready with it all the time. So Philly hats off. I get Rocky. I understand the whole <laughs> Creed. Uh, Creed. I understand Philly people are different. Not a bad way, but uh, hats off. Hats off. Hats off. Philly don't play basically. Uh, I see it. Yeah, I see it. I tell you what, though, the gunner. Let me tell you what I learned about the gunner because gunner's been in my life for a very long time. When you with somebody like the gunner. You Dre does this anyway, but you naturally have to have this this machismo face, like y'all don't want none, and you can be scared as a rabbit, but you got to act like you're ready for it because the gunner is absolutely with the shits at <laughs> all times. So if you a dude and you ain't with it, get out of it because she is ready and willing and will bring it, bring the smoke with her. You don't even have to have a lighter. You just have to blow because she's bringing the smoke. <laughs> and so you got to, so, you know, in Vegas, I'm like, all right, I got to get ready even though I don't feel good. I got to have my 
you know, I'm with my wife and her sister, who's the gunner. I got to be ready and act like I'm with the shits, even though I'm fat and tired and I don't feel like doing nothing. <laughs> and if anybody swing at me, they just, I'm just going to go to sleep. Uh, but I got to act like I'm ready for this. So I'm over there, you know what I'm saying, six, three, you know, like, you know what I'm saying? Scared. Scared. As I interrupt, apparently you feel great. <laughs> this is a different kind of energy. I'm happy to see it. I'm loving it. Are you sipping? Uh, no, this is Gatorade. I can find, you know what it is? I think I know what it is. My appetite's back. I ain't eating four days. <laughs> Fresh, I ain't eating four days, dog. I haven't been able to taste nothing in four days, and I'm um, tasting food again. So I think my appetite's back. Okay, so it's, it's probably right. a problem. I was All right, what it was because you're chill. Yep, yapping and yammering, and what you, you did that? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Okay, I'm. No, no, I'm, I'm happy for you. Keep, keep it, keep it going, ladies and gentlemen. Real quick, before we get into the distractions of the week, uh, we got about 21 people in the room. We just want to take some quick time to make sure that everybody shares ah. the podcast. So please go down to the share button. We're going to give you like 20 seconds. Share it to your group. Share it to your friends. Share it to your timeline. Let's have a share party real quick. Share it on up. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, we are back here at the Mentor Podcast. Everybody seems to have had a great weekend. They're energized. They've been, they've gotten some therapy. They're feeling good. My main man over here, he's working on the keys like T-Pain, as you can see. Um, we had a, we had a big time distraction uh, happen. And uh, like I said, when we, whenever we talk about the distractions, I want to talk about what would you do if you were a man in that situation? Uh, just so we can give some clarity or we can give um, some guidance, possibly. So, um, Meg the Stallion. Hey. All right. So, it is alleged that the situation ship that she had, uh, Tory Lanes, and um, somehow being in the car with him, she got popped in the foot a couple times. A couple times? It wasn't just once? I don't think it was just once. So uh, it is alleged that Tory Lane shot, you know, just like Della Reese and Harlem Knights shot that pinky toe. Pinky toe. Right. So, um, uh, and peace to Carlette uh, that just stepped into the room. Chef Kenny James in the room. Thank you so much. My sister Lisa's in the room. Hey, um, sis. How y'all doing? Love you. What up? What it? What it? So, yes. So if I heard you, that. Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm go sorry. Ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. You heard what? I heard that he was reaching up to take off a seatbelt and then shot, and that's how he hit her in the foot. Hmm. Yeah, I'm joking because I know he's like five two or something. I'm trying to be funny. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> she like six foot? Ain't he like five two? Yeah, uh, she yeah she like five nine something like that. Hmm. Like he's five three. Five three, he's a little guy. Five three, damn. So <laughs> whoa, so, do, right. that position right. Um, Let's say he did shoot. He's upset. Uh, as a, what what do you think makes somebody 
want to, in that situation, fire a weapon. Of course, it's not justified. Of course, it's absolutely wrong and against the male code. Um, what do you think led up to that to make somebody think that that was okay? I mean, what's worse, him shooting her or Chris Brown beating up Rihanna? I mean, so you weirdly, you weirdly put a weird twist on things <laughs> for me right there. Because I want to be like, yeah. I'm like. You that was very good, uh, uh, Dre, because you hit me with something that I wasn't expecting. Because I'm over here ready to clown and all that, and then you hit me with a serious, like, it almost sounds it almost sounds so ridiculous. Let me know if not not that Brown is supposed to be hitting anybody, but were was he driving and they were fighting, as opposed to being in a parked car and shooting somebody in the foot? So, do you guys feel like it's uh, so uh, this is going to sound real messed up, maybe. But like when I think about when you said you brought up Chris Brown, and all that and like, you know, domestic abuse or, or domestic violence, shooting her in the foot. If for some reason, it didn't translate to me. It was domestic violence. Mm -hmm. Like for like I'm missing it for some reason. It's almost uh, like like where they are. Like, like if he was six two, like, you know, like Chris Brown, he would have been some hands thrown. But I feel like because he was five, three, she's six foot. Huh? I I almost feel like maybe he maybe he pulled out a gun messing with a woman and she's six foot. You feel like you got to pull out a gun, fam. <laughs> right. I tell a lot about your character when you dealing with a woman. You got to pull a gun out on her. So like in um in, in Harlem Nights, right? He pulled the gun out. He yeah. had no choice but to shoot her because she was like, "What you gonna do?" I almost feel like. Did this little dude pull his gun out and thought he was gonna pull like, like he thought he was gonna scare somebody and she called his bluff like, and then he felt like he had to now do something because she punked him like what what goes on? So the original question was what leads up to that? Maybe I should have been more specific. Um, or look, how about this? What is it that he's possibly lacking that makes him feel like? He needs to pull a gun in any situation and point mm -hmm. it at anybody, especially somebody that he's messing with. He's lacking reality. He's lacking yeah. reality. He's he's living. He's he's believed the hype. Uh, like somebody else we know that I'm sure you're gonna bring up a little later. He believed the hype and and thought or thinks he's somebody that can just do what they want to do or something. Untouchable. And, to untouchable. Yeah, and lack like this response to reality. Of like you can't just act any old kind of way, and it's not going to be good for you. You're on the biggest stage of your life with one of the biggest people right now. Who and you and it? I feel like she might have stepped on his ego, said some shit to him, and stepped on his ego, and he felt like he needed to retaliate. Said some stupid stuff to her. She did what she did. Then she pulled a knife on him or something. That was in the movie. That was in Harlem Nights. Oh, okay. Or stepped on, stepped on his ego and, you know, called him out. He we, don't, like we don't know anything that she did. All we know is um, he shot her. That he shot her. And as I don't, I mean, obviously, if she's pummeling you, you know, in the car, you still can't shoot her, you know. You just got to so, take those. You got to take those. No, you, you got to, you're a man. You got to take those. You got to take them shots. You know what I mean? 
Well, them. Oh, she I was mean, blows those, those are probably some heavy shots. Do we know she was she hitting them though? Do we know that or we, we assume, don't know any of that? We don't know anything. Uh, okay. So for 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 this, we're just gonna say she ain't do nothing. There's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To your point in your question, I don't think there's anything that a woman can do that that'll make me shoot her. Man should pull out of a a gun. Yeah. Ever, yeah. ever. Right. That's your man car right there. That's that. That's your. Yeah, it's a it's a lose lose battle. You can't you ne- right. you can't win. You cannot win. So what I was yeah. alluding to is is it possible that prior to this he didn't have you know necessary man training, uh, huh? to you know to teach him one how to interact with ladies, how to um, demand respect from people. Period. So that. Yeah. People don't, you know, just step on you on purpose. Now, we understand that there are going to be situations when you're dealing with your significant other and, you know, maybe they do try to step on you. But I feel like it's uh, it's very important for us to teach and be taught how to react. If there's going to be people out there that are going to step on your ego on how to what you do about that. I I remember as far as me as an example, my father told me um, if any woman tries to put him on front street, that would be the last time that they would be out together. Yeah. And he would, he would mention that to whomever he was dating. Slowly, at yeah, the time. slowly in the day, take him home, be respectful. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, it's a wrap. If you try to put me on front street, what you're doing is you're weaponizing the, the fact that I'm not going to do anything to you. And that essentially is, that's, you could you could say that's abuse. You 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 trying to get at me, and you know I'm not going to do anything about it. So my, the best thing that I can do is say, all right, well this will this will not continue. This is a wrap. Um, have you guys ever been taught on how to interact if some if a lady tries to step on your ego? Hmm. I have. So I have a. I can tell you about a story. Okay. From where I my ego wasn't stepped on. My ego was almost crushed, but it was my fault. And so there was a time in not middle school, but before middle school, sixth, fifth grade, fourth grade or something like that. And it was the end of the year. And it were, you know, it's recess day or day where you just play all day and all this. And there was one girl I went to school with that I guess, I guess liked me or whatever. Uh, She was very athletic. She was just as tall as all the boys were. She was, she could jump, she could run, she could do all the things the boys could do. And Uh she was the first pick. If we had the cold, you know. So anyway, so we in class and everybody's clowning around and she wanted to arm wrestle. And I'm like, so we start to arm wrestle. Yeah. And we ain't moving, right? <laughs> We're not moving. And I'm and then all my whole life almost changed in front of my face because I was ready to give up. And I knew that I could not give up because I would not live to see tomorrow if I lost in this arm wrestling thing. And I sure shit, guys, one millisecond before I caved in, she broke and I beat her. And I said to myself, never will I put myself in the position to where my manhood is checked or I'm overly confident and and. I will respect the like, no, don't do that. Because like those there's certain battles you can't afford to lose 
for so don't even don't even threat that like don't even put yourself in that position mm-hmm. and don't put somebody else in that position so i learned like a modest lesson of like you know what i should have gingerly turned her down yeah. uh for the for her sake and for my own uh because it just wasn't worth it She's willing to break her shoulder in order to <laughs> Let me tell you something. It felt like life or death. Like I have to win this. Like there is, there is no losing in this battle. And I don't know how I'm going to get out of it because I'm about to lose. And like, and literally like, and I, and I checked, I was like, yeah, never again. I wouldn't never, never again. So that's that macho thing. You, I think you were talking, alluding to, to where like, yeah, I agree with what your father said about if a woman puts you in a, in a, in a, a mindset where you got to, I got to remind you that I'm a man that's dangerous for everybody involved. And so you don't, you don't need that kind of energy around you. You definitely don't need that kind of woman that, that needs to stare that up in you. I don't think that's dangerous. Yeah. Busy said, all you got to do is say them four words. If you'll excuse me, just be out. (laughs) (laughs) If you'll excuse me. I I totally agree. Uh, Continuing on with the distractions of the week. uh, We got, just one more dose. I'm pretty sure it's just one more dose of uh, August Alcina. Okay. Um, of course, he comes out with the song Entanglements. Uh, have any of you all heard it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Really? Yeah. You didn't hear mm-hmm. it? I'm the DJ on the show. I didn't even care to listen to it, but go ahead. Uh, what'd you guys think? I shouldn't have listened to it either. <laughs> <laughs> I should, fresh. I shouldn't have listened to it. Oh. Uh, I don't know, man. It was, it was a. Uh, the song. It's gonna me, make you feel I felt. Say it again. I'm playing with you. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I felt like. I felt like the song was just him explaining their relationship, you know? And I felt like it was more of a boost for him to get his music back going again. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's he's using this to get his his, his energy back. Is this get, a, is that his, a violation of man law? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay. Wanna make he sure deserves an ass that. for that. He needs he he they him and him and Will need a one on one. He's doing a lot right now. Who's gonna win? Will Will Will. And what do you think are the main factors that Will is gonna wax him um in that one on one for the violation? He got lupus. Who? He got lupus. Who got lupus? <gasps> don't uh, August got lupus? Yeah, he oh, do. I don't know. Yeah, he's, you catch yeah. him on a bad day. There you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll Could drip I, out of that rabbit hole. Yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay. So as a songwriter, what I didn't understand was, to me, oh. if that's a if that's a real song, you don't have to say entanglement at all. You could title the song Entanglement and then kind of get more clever with your way of articulating that point. But like he kept saying Entanglement, the song was called Entanglement and the hook was Entanglement, Entanglement, Entanglement. So I'm like, is this a real song or is this some some other shit? Yeah, some other stuff. Because like this was a real bad attempt at a clouting chasing or whatever, cloudy chasing. Oh, Clitorism chasing whatever he was doing, I don't understand. And the song sounded like a rough draft. Uh, it wasn't mixed and, well. And um, get it out real quick. 
so there if he had if he had if he had to get it out real quick why because of what what are we trying to do my friend who remembers any of the songs right now How do you make a comeback and nobody remembers you? Somebody in the comment section, please name an August Alcina song. That's like, you know, like. Don't look it up. You got to already know it. Got, it there's one, right? He got his main one. What's it, no, he got a couple of them, but what's the name of it? Uh, uh, this, is supposed to be a, this is supposed to be a slingshot for him to make a comeback. Like Will said, I mean, on the red table, Will called, her, Will called him Augie. Obviously, they got a relationship, so something... We're missing the way of Will just sunning him. Yeah, he sunned him. He sunned himself though. That that song was the best thing about that song was uh oh was uh Ross. Oh, yeah, Ross. Yeah, <laughs> and Ross was actually clever with his wordplay. Uh, Ross did a little clever little come come little digs with the wordplay. They should just turn it off after Ross went on. After we heard it, after the song was over, I said if August was this, was to do this song by itself, it'd be terrible. I said Ross coming in first made the whole song. I listened after Ross. I was like, okay, cool. The song is pretty dope. And then August went, and I'm like, eh. But Ross sounds good on the song, though. It made it made the song what it is. It, which is nothing, though. Let's be honest. It, the song ain't nothing. Yeah. So it's um, easy to sound good on nothing. Y'all coming in with the bars. Uh, Busy says, I don't know who food is, really. But I know side pieces need to keep quiet. And <laughs> look, that's universal. Uh, look, bars everybody right in there is busy. Everybody in there saying nobody even heard of him. All right. So that brings us to our final distraction of the week. And that is, of course, the one and only Kanye West. Kanye, 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 Kanye. <laughs> Harry ain't coming. Didn't free the slave. He stole him. Right now. Um, well, <laughs> I guess we can play around with this distraction a little bit. Be serious about it. Uh, in general, what did you guys think of? Uh, I, I I thought I loved it. I love Kanye. Are you being serious right now, Fresh? No, nah, I'm bullshit. I mean, uh, Dre. What? <laughs> Dre, you being serious? <laughs> I'm bullshit. Okay, so let's Kanye, be honest. Yeah, Dre got some mental problems. Well, I'm uh, so let's. It, it's it's so ridiculous that it can't be funny no more, right? Right. Um, I went from not liking him to, or not from liking him kind of to not liking him to like being mad at him to now I feel very. Scared, worried, worried, and scared for him uh, because it definitely sounds like another manic situation. Mm -hmm. um, and like, but money will allow you a platform to do what you think is right. And when nobody's telling you no because you have this platform, it's scary. Like, I want people around me that can check me when when I ain't right and ain't nobody checking him. Or he's so far gone that he—I don't know, guys. Like I'm—he don't have it. He don't have his crew around like he used to. There's nobody around him but the Kardashians and some random people he paying to hang out with him. Like, why would you go to your rally in that kind of outfit? You see the random skinny dude behind him. Was that his security? Nobody's there with Kanye. It's just Kanye. It's Kanye. It's like, dude, you're ridiculous right now. I would love though to be a fly on the wall during the setup of that rally, like the day before, or... It looked like he was at a small theater. Before, but I would like to be the fly on the wall when they discuss what they're going to wear 
and like the setup and like, so what are you going to talk about? I, I would love to see who's in that room with him and ask him the questions of uh, when they're setting this up of what he's going to talk about, what he wants to do, and then what he's going to wear. And if there was any pushback or any objections. Did he, the, did he actually get through the whole thing or was that just a quick snippet and that was it? Like, I don't, I didn't see the whole thing, like the opening statement, the closing statement. Anything besides that clip. I don't think it was that formal. I think obviously if there was if there was more to it and anything more of substance, we you know, we would have been privy to it. Um one of the things that I that did stand out to me was he, you know, he mentioned, you know, save uh almost, you know, his daughter not being with us anymore. Um, but briefly he said, you know, he mentioned his father and his father, you know not caring to be around and he barely could get through the sentence before he broke down. So I wanted to pose the question, how different do you think uh, his life would be if he had his father? I mean, that's, that's too hard to say though, right? Cause what kind of father do you have? Um, just because you're a man in your life doesn't make, you know what I mean? So and if he had a father, he had a father. how do you know what kind of father? I, I mean, a, I didn't say just a donor. That comes around. If he had a father, how different would his life be? Don't know, but fresh. It's the same. The, you say it slower. It doesn't change when I'm what I'm asking you. What, a what, man and a male uh-huh. are two different things. Correct. But having a man father in your and life donor are two different things. Yes, they are. But having a father in your life that is a bad father is still a father. So, like, but it doesn't okay. matter how slow you say it. Okay, it's gonna change okay. what I'm saying. You got a bad dad. He's got a bad dad in his life, but he's a dad and he's there. Does he still end up with Kim? Mm, no, probably not. How do you know who he ends up with? Say he's got a good dad and his dad is there. What I'm asking the question, does, where do you see just your, yourself, whatever imagination that you have? Where do hopefully, you see life going? hopefully he will still be the old Kanye. Ladies and gentlemen in the comments too. Go go ahead, uh, Dre. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just saying. Hopefully, he'd still be the old Kanye, the backpack Kanye, the collar popped up Kanye. Hopefully, he would have still been that one, the, the the woke Kanye that you know was consistent with his music and his poetry, rather than whatever else he's putting out now. You know, and, <laughs> scoop. Yeah, poopity scoop, man. I mean, I feel like, I feel like. It's mental health. It's a mental health thing for him, man. It's it's. Um, I'm, I was reading one of the comments that Biz said he was on some kind of designer drugs. You know, it's it's something else going on in his mindset. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm I'm just trying to basically what I'm trying to because I know it's a lot to add and subtract. Some of the things that I notice as far as the variables that he has. Obviously, his mom passing, um, his wife. That's where it all turned. That's where and, he turned at. And uh, an absence of a father. So, and so for me, um, one of the things that I, I, as I was trying to like think about it, you know, it, obviously you can't put yourself in, in his shoes. Is there possibly too much of a codependency on? His mother. I'm just asking a question. 
I feel like Kim is fulfilling that void for him right now. And, and does that does that does that correlate? If if, if she's supposed to be a mommy, you know, is, is is does that speak to the fact that there's possibly a codependency there? Hmm. So two words, gentlemen, mental illness. It don't matter if you got a daddy, an uncle, a cousin, a nephew. If you are mentally ill, anything in your life, you can take and skew it to fit whatever scenario that you see fit based on your emotional state, your emotional state, your irrational state. So to me, the father figure does not change possibly if this man is sick. Doesn't doesn't change anything unless you get help. So a father can't you can't when you're dealing with somebody with mental issues, parenting kind of ain't got nothing to do with it. It's about getting them actual help that is out of the, the out of the constructs of, of parenting, though. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't choose you and, and as a parent. You can want everything in the world for your children. You can do everything that you see is fit to provide for your children. They still have free will like you got, like we all got, and they still can make their own yes, decisions. Yes, they have free will. So that means we don't know exactly where we'll go. We're just looking at probability here. Um, so, and no yeah. variable. Okay. In, you know, uh, different probabilities. Carlette said you, you can't contemplate that. A lot of people with active fathers do what the fuck they want to, good, bad, and different. Um, KJ, um, Jeff Kenny James says he would be a normal guy. He was so eccentric that if his father didn't understand him, then he would limit his own beliefs. He requires validation. So his father would, would be his example. Potentially that man would alter Ye's life. So there's, there's a couple of different angles. Um, I could definitely see it in an episode where a dad would limit his artistical artistic potential possibly um but i do think um because he, he he has songs where he talks about his mother and how he you know her little baby her little husband kind of thing and that that just kind of you know kind of stood out to me as if there was possibly too much of a codependency there and so if we think about like relationships, right? Let's say, you know, the first gorgeous woman and you just can't get enough of her. You always want to be under her to a point to where um, irritated by her. But she is your world, right? And everything you do is for her. And she just don't want to be with you. Have we seen situations where that can drive somebody out of their normal reality. Yeah. Okay. I don't think so. I think you was already touched. No, Dre says yes. Let's let's talk about it. He's got what you think. If you if if uh uh yeah, I, if you you already halfway there. If somebody can can send you over the edge, you was already toddling the edge anyway. So mm -hmm. um. Yeah, you know I mean, now I will say this, though, there, to your point, there is something that when you aren't used to dealing with emotions, either you haven't had anybody around you like a male that can help you guide through your feelings 
and communicate and act accordingly, then yeah, you can get overwhelmed with the motion. Obviously it happens because men don't always act accordingly and do some crazy stuff. So there has to be some validity to what you're saying about not having the tools to be able to navigate raw emotions, uh, especially dealing with w women, um, because that's a lot of times the only time a man uh, either lets down his guard or gets uh, persuaded out of his guards or gets seduced out of his guard of being a tough guy. And once you've been betrayed or feel betrayed or been lied to or cheated on, whatever, you can go kind of crazy. Uh, Hold and put quick, your real quick right there, because I think that's very important. Yep. Can you help to any young brothers listening or people that have young sons? How would you guide them? Because you've had sons. How would you guide them through their first heartbreak? Um, so obviously I've been through this. Um, and so um, <laughs> the, the best thing as a father for me is letting me realizing and understanding that you can't downplay their heartache and pain because it's real to them and it's the most major thing that's going on in their life even though you know and you remember that's how it was for you until the other one came until that next year until five years later you can laugh about it they ain't ready to laugh so you have to kind of ride the wave with them uh allow them room to cry which is very tough i'm not gonna lie to you it's very tough to to to, to watch somebody uh, go through that moment and and what do you uh, want to say to him? What do you want to say? <laughs> it's 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 tough because it's like you want him to suck it up, like you know what I mean? Like, nah, man, don't let that, you know, no, you got to you want to do all the things. Right. Yeah, hey. you don't want him like like you didn't do it because I I, I boohooed several times in my oh, life yeah. uh yeah. younger. Ladies, y'all be hurt. Hurt. Snotting at the nose. Who hurt you? Hey, 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 hey. Yep. Hey, let me tell you, man, one thing my stepdad did for me, man, is he 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 helped me. You know what I mean? Like gave me a hug, like I said. I mean, and as a young man, you're not expecting that. You, know you melted, I mean? didn't you? You melted, didn't you? you yeah, but but you know what? He's like, but he told me, he was like, want me man. Hey, yeah, he, he said, hey man, it's okay. It's okay. You let it out. You know what I mean? And then on like those mopey days, where I didn't want to do nothing. Um, he was still an athlete. He played in like a little Navy League or whatever he was in. And he would take me out. And he kept me moved. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And he was always like introducing me to new people. I don't want you to talk, talk to her or get her number. Just, hey, this is my son. Yada, yada, yada. You know, cool, cool. He just kept me moving. You know what I mean? He said, the best way to do is you got to keep moving. If she comes back around and you still want to be with her, hey. But one thing I did respect from him is that he told me it was okay to let it out. Because I was trying hard to hold it in. Nah, it don't bother me. It don't bother me. He was like, dude, it's, it's okay, man. He said, <laughs> if they gonna be your only, if they gonna be your only one, son, it's okay. Can I tell y'all? Can I tell y'all a dope story? Yeah, this yeah. ain't my story, but can I tell you a dope story though? The right. dopest story I ever heard was uh, I had a friend tell me one time that God dog it. I had a friend tell me one time that he had a girlfriend in, in high school for for several years. Uh, and during their soon senior year, they broke up on uh prom night or whatever. She she didn't do some stuff that was very nice to him and broke his heart or whatever. And uh, um, he got, he got, he got, no, he, she did worse than that. You know, he got devastated. Uh, but he got drunk that night and later on that evening went back to her house to confront her because he was heartbroken and, and drove up. He was not, he was drunk, drove up into her front yard, had her, the big bunny that she gave him and, oh, and, man, and, don't and do in that. the front yard. 
And the father came out. The father came out and said, son, I know what you're going through. He brought a bat out for the, for her, for her, for his daughter's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. He let him hit the bunny, the trash can. He cried. He cried with him. And he, he helped him transition in this moment of hurt. Didn't let his white daughter come out the house, but he sat with him in the front yard because he was inebriated and let him go through whatever he needed to go through about that evening and cried and all that with him and then sent him on his way. And I was like, that is the dopest right. you, thing. You, you, you can't. But I clown my boy. <laughs> I clowned the boy because he was in his boxers and sneakers because he they showed up in his house like that. But I thought, though, like as I thought that was the coolest gesture that like another another man could do, because like you ain't going to touch my daughter and I get what you're going through. But it's my daughter. So I'll sit here with you and let you go through this trend. You know, this period. I thought that was cool as shit, though. I ain't going to even front. I was like, it's it's teaching a man how to deal with emotion that it's okay. A lot of a lot of. Men in general don't let out their emotions and don't know right. how to because you don't feel know like how you to. have to be so macho. But when a man shows you, like, dude, it's okay, man. Like, you know what I mean? This ain't gonna be your only downfall. I'm pretty sure you might have another one coming up, you know, or you may cause somebody else's kind of kind of the drama. But for you to know at a younger age, like, dude, it's okay. You know what I mean? Like, you'll get over it. You know, you'll you'll get past this. It, it hurts right now, but what kind of positive things can you do now? So you don't fall in your face and stay there. You don't want to look back at yourself five years from now. You're in the same damn spot because of this situation. How can we get past this and do what we still need to do? So like I said, just that, just that information. So now when you go for me, when I go through hardship or I go through anything, my mindset is like, damn, I did this. Okay. What am I going to do now? I got to keep going. Why? Because five years from now, I don't want to look back and be, what are you doing? I'm still in the same apartment, got the same couch same job and the same car i haven't done anything different mm. so now i have the same energy i have to get past it you got to keep moving so i was like i said when my stepfather gave me the info it's like it, it still affects me now if i lose a job i'm not going to just sit still you know what i mean if i go through a breakup i'm not going to sit still i got to get up i got to go hike i got to go run i got to eat right i got to do my job i got to better myself i got to get to the next level you know what i mean but that's the energy that was given to me at that pivotal time in my life mm. where I had a decision to make. What am I going to do? I could have got drunk. I could have drove off, drove into a wall. You don't know your first couple of times of what you're doing. You just know your emotions are hurt. And I think a lot of brothers don't know what to do. So they go out and do stupid stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm going to I'm I'm talk to this lady. Now I got her pregnant. Now I'm stuck paying her 18 for 18 years. You know what I mean? Now you're stuck for something stupid when you could have just let out, let out your emotions another way. What you said right so, there. It's- what what he told yeah. you to keep moving keeps yeah. you out of situations where you can take yourself you, off of the you can really quick. Your life up, yeah. yeah. Are you, you in have jail ever been, years? Wait, wait. Have you ever been so hurt that you could you thought you couldn't move though? Either one of y'all? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. I, you know what? I, my the knowledge that I received so cool. that one time. Hey, mm-hmm. the knowledge that I received from that one time won't allow me to do that. Gotcha. The first thing I'm going to do is going to trigger them endorphins. Like, yo, I got to keep moving. What I'm going to start doing, I'm going to start running two miles a day to get this energy up out of me. So you ain't never had the moment in the bed with the pillow 
Uh, you ain't never had. So you ain't never had that, Dre. What, what, what I what I do what, what, yes. what I do what, what, what I do is I I know it sounds like I, I sound like a tool right now, but I will hike. I will hike it to all my energy is drained. I will run uh, and I will tear myself. You ain't answered the question. You ain't I'm, never I'm hugged up you. on no pillow with no tears out your face ever. Nah, I cried outside to myself though. I cried in the car. <laughs> I cried in the car listening to Joe or listening to fucking LSG. I cried to that. You know what I mean? I wonder who's like, who's laying next to you right there. I cried to that. I cried to that. Yeah. I cried to that. You know what I mean? Who's she holding hands with? Who's so, crying her dinner? I cried to that stuff, you know? So, so yeah. very important uh, for, for those of us out there that have young sons, nephews, this and the third, who may have not had this situation happen to them or might run into the situation. Uh, the information that we're given is to help them to keep moving and to constantly be active, getting into new things so their mind isn't on the heartbreak of the past. So we just want to make sure that we have some kind of free game that comes from each episode. And that right there is definitely free game. Next time that we talk about this topic, we want to talk about your heartbreak soundtracks. But uh, D-Scott, mm -hmm. what you got? And just because you're hurt, don't turn that into an injury. Mm. Mm. physically or mentally or financially uh or just real financial. quick chef kenny james says the book emotional intelligence 2.0 helped me a lot with identifying my emotions how to translate them into words dope i might check that out yeah please don't i don't know I don't know, I, I, don't, I don't know how to translate my emotions into words I just know how to get up and run and run and run and run. That's it. So you you Forrest Gumping it, huh? Forrest Gump. Forrest the hell dump. Just, I don't know. I just felt like running that day, man. That's it, man. Listen, we damn near an hour into the show talking about distractions <laughs> of the world, but at least we got a good piece of game out of there. Um, it is now time for Picky Peas, ladies and gentlemen. It is, is your it? favorite. Uh, portion of the show we get everybody involved in the comment section and uh, we want to make sure you got your fingers ready get into the comments do not be scared do not cheat on the questions have to make a decision uh you got questions this week right sir yeah i got questions yeah yeah i got okay. questions so as you get your fingers ready for pick your peas um go ahead and get warmed up i just want to go back to busy's comment he said i got no help from pops he just looked at me like i was a sucker and my grandpa too Yikes! We're going into the questions, y'all. That's Scott's stuff. Kind of how we do. He's got what you got, man. Question number one, gentlemen. This is about your significant other and oh, what you would sweet. rather have in regards to them and you. Would you rather have your significant other love you unconditionally or believe in you unequivocally? That's what I need to know from you guys. I feel like um, we have a lot of cheaters on this one. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's do like we always do. Dre? 
say the thing, say it to me, say it again. <laughs> Yo, no, what I, you I, doing? I, I'm processing, man. I'm processing the whole question, man. Oh, man. The question is, let me get it again because I made me go off the screen. Your significant other, would you rather have them love you unconditionally or believe in you unequivocally? I would I would want her to love me unconditionally. Um because if she does that, then she's gonna believe in me regardless. Yeah, I knew somebody's gonna. You, you know he was gonna do it. You knew he was gonna do it. Stop cheating. You know, it it's it's different. Like, I mean, in order to make someone stronger, even mentally, somebody has to love you unconditionally. Do all your hardships. In your good times and your bad times, can you stand the rain? <laughs> Mix you <know>? Dion Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> and Ralph Trent. Hey. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was funny. That was but, a good one, Fred. I mean, but he said, and rub you the right way, my, 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 my. <laughs> I, I think I think that unconditional love is way more important, you know. Um that means they'll put up with your bullshit. You know what I mean? They'll put up with the the good shit, the bad shit, the wrong shit. Just loving you. You know what I mean? And yeah, that's what I'm picking. Uh I'ma go dang. I'm gonna agree with Greg. Yeah. Uh, some parody, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm go with Dre because I, I believe you know, if you believe in me unequivocally, then you know, maybe if you know, I made a, a left and you saw something that I didn't, you're just following me blindly. I need just in case uh, I, I'm wrong, I need somebody to call me on my bullshit, you know, yeah, and you love me unconditionally, you're not afraid to let me know, like, hey, no, dude. This ain't this ain't it. So, uh, love. Uh, what we got in the comments, Trey? I'm trying to see him through right now. I, I done fell off the page. Uh, Gunner was in there. Hold up. Gunner said, "Love me unconditionally. You believing in me is cool, but it doesn't help me. Me believing in me helps me and drives me." Shout out to the Gunner in the building. Mm. Carlette, she says, "Love unconditionally for me because the power of love for me fuels me like nothing else." At the end of the day. If you if you don't believe in you, what other believe, what other people believe doesn't even matter. Facts. So I'm gonna say all y'all are tripping. Mm. There's no such thing as unconditional love in a relationship that is significant others. The only unconditional love you may have is for your children. Everything outside of that is conditional. It's based on principles and conditions. It's a relationship. If you don't do what we agreed we do, we don't stay together. So there's no such thing as unconditional love. You can but ask a part of that. Love keep you doing those things? No, no, no. Un if, if people believed in unconditional love and they really thought that way, there'd be no reason for people to break up, right? I mean, that just means those people, you know, are no, that means no love. Exactly, but mo what relationships not conditional? 
What love relationship is not not conditional? So this is this is a, a little bit of a paradox. So like you're right, everything is conditional, but through the conditions, does the fact that conditions are there disappear when you decide to be fully committed, no matter what? Ooh. Don't most men have more more issues with them not their partner not believing in them versus not loving them unconditionally? Isn't there more of an issue with faith? Like you don't believe in me? Men need no, don't men if, don't we if, as men don't we need a, a partner that if I'm ahead. doing something stupid, let's say I'm a rapper and I've been trying to make it rapping for years and I, and I just ain't made it. I mean, I need someone to tell me, hey, hey, <laughs> this is a side hustle right now. Like you need to straighten up. What you call, what would you call it these an expensive hobby? Expensive hobby. Right. Right, it's time to switch it up. That's that unconditional love. I supported you for five years. Shit didn't go our way. It's time to switch it up. You got to do something else. Either get into yes. real estate or you got to get into something different. So they coming after you, D Scott. They said the fix was in. You, uh, uh, Gunner, oh, Gunner, the Gunner's there again. She said, You said, What would you rather have? Not which one doesn't exist. I don't ah. think you really is that. Uh, uh okay. Touche, Gunner. Touche. Scamming on that one. Range. But you so you guys rather have unconditional love than somebody that believed in you? You guys are really saying Unequivocally? Yeah. That sounds like blind faith to me. I'm good on that. Yeah. That sounds like what Kanye got. Right. Kanye. I think somebody you know what, I, like, hey fam. I think I think Kim ride with Kanye though. You know, because she could have been left Kanye a long now, time ago. Kim, you know what? Let me get into that. Kim is the epitome of conditional. What Kanye had before, they was with him when he had dream and potential. Kim couldn't possibly see Kanye if all he was was dreams and potential. Hmm. What else was he? What do you mean? A college dropout. <laughs> what, what, what? Else was, what else was he? I'm, I'm saying he? the condition is Kanye's got to be famous and rich in order for him to be uh, in Calabasas. Oh, yeah. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because every, yeah. His dreams and potential. There were plenty of sisters that was with him before rich and famous. Do we know that, though? Have we ever heard of anybody he's been with before, Kim? Yeah, Amber Rose. Beautiful women, but no, no, we're not counting that. He had beautiful women before Amber and before Kim. Um, uh, he was even with the young lady from uh, Blackish? A little bit. Black, blackish? Yeah, Blackish. <laughs> they kicked <laughs> us a bit. So, okay. All right. Uh, next question? Next question, then. I think y'all are full of shit, though. Um <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a choice that you have to make about yourself. This is a little bit on the deviant side of the house, but which survival skill do you feel is more to your ad, your uh, ad, advan, advantageous to you, I guess, let me say. Choose one. <clears throat> Knowing how to fight your way out of a situation. Knowing how, or number two, knowing how to finagle your way into a situation. Or knowing how to finesse someone out of an opportunity for your own gain. 
Which one of these skills would you rather possess? Shall Third I say one, you just you just persuading someone to follow behind having you. the having the nope nope. Ha, so I'll read them again. Knowing how to fight your way out of situations, knowing how to finagle your way into situations, or knowing how to finesse someone else out of an opportunity for your own game. Which one of these three things would you rather have more so to your uh, to your arsenal as a person in this world if you had to have one of these three abilities? I'm going to go with number two. Um, Gunner, do you guys know which one Gunner picked? Don't look. <laughs> number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paisley said finesse. Um, Finesse somebody out of. Uh, Danielle said, "Finagle into a situation." Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Um, I'm gonna go with number two. Uh, your- just, yeah, if you, if you, if, if it, for all y'all that pick number two, man, you guys are, you guys are opportunists. You know what I mean? Opportunists. You guys make the opportunity happen. You have somebody that presented the opportunity to a group. That everybody's still thinking about, but you like it, so I'm gonna run with it. Hey, before the next person jumps in there, hey, uh, here's my card, whatever, whatever, blage, blage, put me on the list. So you're an opportunist, you know what I mean? That, and I think that is how you move forward. You know, that's a survival skill. I gotta get a job. Okay, well, you know, hey, uh, this they're hiring, they're hiring, they're hiring. Well, let me throw my let me throw my resume in all these buckets and see what they're talking about, you know. Instead of trying to tell somebody else, no, don't go apply for that gig, just so you can apply for it. It's competition around the world. You always will have competition. You know what I mean? And it's just the better person's going to win. So I want to make sure I'm putting my resume in every bucket. So, yeah, number two, man. Number two. Uh, Paisley said real quick, answer her first question, and that was, why are y'all looking like that? She ain't talking to me. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the genie in the lamp today. Yeah, uh, I was feeling the uh, because I've been feeling so down for the last seven days. I just wanted to, I just wanted to be up tempo today, and I and felt like being a little bit, like, of a, like it, a little bit of a rebel. So I apologize. I'll be back to my. Uh, oh no, no, no man, that's we, we like that. We like that. It's <clears throat> different characters. It's different yeah, it's characters. Now, why, why, why Dre looks like black? Uh, 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 <laughs> what we say look like Aladdin? Aladdin? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest, persuasion kick today, and then uh, well, no, she's talking about you too, Fresh, because you're over there looking like uh, all over lay in the face because you got you a uh, facial or something. You know what I'm saying? Don't 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 play. V said I got some butt or something. I didn't listen. Yeah, something. Yeah, you glowing over there. Hey, listen, I I hit the gym in the morning. Uh, I get some good sleep, and uh, Omnilux Visuals is is doing a little bit of work. So that's maybe that's what's shining through. No, no, but no, but um, as far as uh, the question, Baladin. <laughs> All right, uh, chef. What's chef say? What's chef say? Yeah, Baladin. Baladin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Uh, no, you know, I'm just, I'm going to go off of my own personal experience and I'm going to say finagle my way in. Uh, I was going to say fight my way out, but I had to think about it like, okay, 
what has served me the best. And what has served me the best is being able to prove worth and and get into a situation and be able to uh, survive and mm. thrive. So yeah, number two. Uh, yourself. What you think, David? D. Scott. Ah, I think that Oliver Twist. Yeah, this is tough. Um, probably I'd probably say probably number one: fight, knowing how to fight your way out of a situation. Because uh, I'm not saying physically fight, but knowing how to stand for what you believe in to get you out of stuff or whatever the case may be. Because the other two are just too divisive for me. They're just too, too, too divisive. Because uh, I, I feel like once you go down one of those two paths, you got to stay down those paths. Stuck. To keep stuck it yeah. yeah. So I don't want to be stuck. Uh, I don't want to be stuck. So this is more of a which would I rather I could deal with more than. than so you'd rather dig yourself a hole and then fight your way out every time. Yep. Yep. Because if I dug myself the hole, then I believed in the hole. So Joshua I'm okay with number three is the U.S. government's bread and butter. <laughs> <laughs> bread and butter. Bread and butter. Absolutely. Question number three, gentlemen. Question number three. This one, there are four things that you can do, and you got four things you can do them with. All right. I know I lost you fresh. I mean, uh, Dre, but uh, we're gonna, I'm going to get you back. Bladden, <laughs> I'm going to get you back. Bladden, here we go. Okay, the, the things you have to choose from is invest in, never have, can do without, and want lots of. I'm going to say it again. Invest in, never have, can do without, want lots of. Okay. The Things you got to put in these in this little order or whatever is land, L-A-N-D, stocks and bonds, children, and retirement. God, you ain't come on, man. Invest in, never have, can do without one lots of land, stocks and bonds, stocks and bonds being one, children, retirement. Ha ha. It's all good. We got them. We got them. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please respond in the comments. Let us know what you think. What would you, um, what would you invest in? Never have. Can do without or want lots of. And the answers are land, stocks, stocks and bonds, children, and retirement. <laughs> Oh, oh, right, y'all, right? Sometimes yeah, yeah, I I'm, do I'm, this. I'm, sometimes I do these things because I want to see how y'all minds work, right? Like, like, you know, you're clever. Can you? Uh, I'm just interested. Make it work. Make it work. I'm ready. Make it work. Make it do what it do. You ready? I'm ready. All right. So I want. I so, so I could do without retirement. Okay. Because if I'm if I'm invested in stocks and bonds, that's going to be my income right there. Um, okay. So you're investing in stocks and bonds, and you're doing without retirement, correct? 
So you got two left. No. Nope, 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 nope. Hold on. Uh-oh. It was easy. It was easy. It was easy for a second. Uh, I want to, I want to, uh. okay. Mm. Invest in land. Mm-hmm. When lots of stocks and bonds. Hmm. Say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> say it. Tell God how you feel. <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't answer these. Ah, uh, yeah, you. Got <laughs> you got to. And it's actually very easy. This is very easy. All to right. Me. All right. Hold on. Land. Stocks and bonds. I can do without. I can. I can do without uh, retirement and lots of children. You want lots of children? Yeah. Okay. So say it again. So invest in investing. Wait. Invest in land, or invest in stocks and bonds. Yeah. That was that was it. Hold on, hold on. Invest in land. Invest in land. Want lots of stocks and bonds. Oh, man. Do come back to me. (laughs) Come back to me. Man, okay. Hey, fresh. What yes. it do? What it do? Uh huh. Um, let's say uh, never have retirement. Okay. Okay. Uh, I can do without stocks and bonds. Okay. Okay. I'll invest in children. Okay. Okay. And have lots of money. Boy, that boy bad. Listen, that, you know, I mean, the boy is bad. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes. <laughs> Ooh, freshly fresh to the fresh, fresh, fresh. I think you said mine. Exactly. I think. I think. I think. I think. I think. Let me go through this though, because I said I'd invest in children. I'd invest in my children. Never have. Nope, nope, we changed. I'm, I'm different than you. Invest in my children. I don't... Um, I want lots of stocks and bonds. Uh-huh. I can uh, never have retirement, and I could do without land. Ooh. I could do without land. Because I, uh, I could do without land. Mm. So I can invest in my children, have lots of stocks and bonds, can do without uh, uh, land, and never have retirement. Oh, that one's tough. I think I like yours a little better, Fresh. Yeah. But I'm going to stick with mine. But I think I like yours better. What did they say in the comments? Anybody? This the comments, anybody? Taylor was quick. She said, invest in land, never have retirement, uh, can, can do without children, want lots of stocks and bonds. Um, Dang, that's a Philly talking right there. That's a Philly. Come on, you got to 
pass on them Philly seeds. Philly. Uh-uh. Gunner, she says, invest in stocks and bonds, never have retirement, can do without land, want lots of children. Danielle, this is our producer here. She says, invest in children, never have land, do without retirement, and have lots of stocks. All right. And bonds. Ah, I think we had the same one. Uh, Mecca? I think it's safe to say that you, you know, the single man, you know, came, you know. <laughs> uh, Joshua, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, Chef Kenny James says, I answered wrong. Hold up. LOL. Invest in land, never have retirement, can do without children, want lots of stocks and bonds. Um, Joshua, children, invest in, never have stocks and bonds, do without retirement, want lots of land. Okay. That, see, that, somebody got it right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Paisley, she says, invest in land, never have stocks and bonds, do without retirement, and want lots of children. I think her and the gun are on the same page. Um, she said, I don't really want lots of children, though, but I can do without. I can't. <laughs> she says, I can't do without them. There we go. Uh, busy, he says, invest in children, never have retirement, can do without land, but wants lots of stocks and bonds. So See, that's my cousin right there. We're on the same boat. He wants to be on the go. He wants to be on the go. Yeah. Our family had lots of land and ended up giving that shit up. So, I mean. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is that the last question? That was was the last of the questions. That was it, guys. Just three in and out. Oh, man. Listen. Eminent domain on that ass. I hear you, Chef Kenny James. Uh, Chef Kenny James, real quick in the comments, if you got anything that uh, you think anybody should invest in this week, please put it in the comments. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another great show. I just want to thank everybody in the comments for sharing and liking the page. Uh, it was a lot of fun today. We figured yeah. out how to guide young boys through heartbreak. And even if you're going through it yourself, how to go through it yourself. And basically, what is it, Dre? Just keep active. Just keep keep being productive. Keep running. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey DJ, DJ, you gonna come up next week? Are you gonna come up with the uh, the top five heartbreak songs of all time? Well, I, I figured what we would do is we would we would give three songs that we use to get through a heartbreak. So right. we all got to come up with three songs. All three songs to get through a heartbreak next week. Ooh. All right, that's cool. Right. So to uh, get through a heartbreak, to get, get through, through it. So like coming on the other side of it, or you in it, and you kind of just not staying stuck, keeping it moving, not staying stuck. Um, Chef Kenny James just uh, just dropped down DKNG as far as um, stock to check out for this week. Like I said, we want to make sure we give out some free game each and every week. DKNG, in case y'all don't know, that is the stock uh, ticker symbol for Draft Kings. So coming up, since we really can't go to uh, stadiums and things of that nature. Folks are going to have to get real creative on how they interact in sports. And that will be through sports gambling. So DraftKings is a way that you can do that. That means that ultimately their stock is going to continue to rise. Um, I'm not a licensed broker. We're not licensed brokers here. But we just want to make sure that your own responsible means to do what you do. But we want to be more involved in the stock market here at the Mentor Podcast. So. If you guys uh, have any time, please research DKNG stock. That is DraftKings, and that's your free game for the week. Thank you to Chef Kenny James for that. Appreciate you, brother. Chef uh, said, Chef called Bladen. <laughs>
he also <laughs> says, uh, Blad, no, like sorry. We last week, just like we mentioned last week, electric payments is the new way. They're going to start getting away from cash. So you can also invest in PayPal's, the Squares. Um, there's a new app uh, that's actually being made by a brother called Payment, and it's P-E-Y-M-E-N-T. Um, so this thing that you guys want to look out for, we'll see you next week. Next week, Tuesday, 6.30-ish, a whole lot earlier, because we're going to have our disguises ready quickly. And we'll be here right on time, 6.30-ish, Tuesday, the Mentor Podcast, right here on Facebook Live. Uh, uh, Fresh, do you, do you want to uh, give a shout out to uh, whoever gave you that buttercream for your for your face? <laughs> <laughs> Look at buttery. Look at buttery over there, bro. <laughs> I used to be a hustler, a jack of all trades. This guy got his mojo. Been sick, man, for for seven of them days, boy.